feeling blue what do you do we got stories to see you through that time of the month that time of the month need a fix come get your kicks we got tales by kooky chicks that time of the month that time of the author of Baby Fever, Grandma Style, please welcome Cindy Hinton Church. Here she comes. Is that the raffle book? That's the raffle book. But nobody, uh, there are people that haven't signed it. Okay, we gotta get those signatures. We're about to give it away. Okay. Alrighty. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not very tall, Paulina. Don't, don't go. I'm not tall. Not tall. You go. Yeah. Thank you. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I, uh, I would be really remiss if I did not uh, have a big shout out to my family and friends from Clarksville, Tennessee. Woohoo! Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and you might be from Clarksville, Tennessee, if you have folding chairs in the back of your car. Who does that? Also, um, because they're my friends and relatives, they've asked me to keep up with their folding chairs. Ma'am, you're sitting in one of them. It goes back to them. I'm sort of responsible. Okay. Baby fever, grandma style. I suffered from the worst kind of baby fever. The desire was rampant. I openly discussed my maternal longings with anyone who would listen and even those who were not willing to listen. I accosted strangers with babies and buggies or carts or those baby board thingies, asking borderline inappropriate questions about height, weight, and diaper content. <laughs> I even prayed about it, which is a sure sign that I had baby fever, bad, real bad. This baby fever was not for my own biological issue, I had been there, done that, and had the stretch marks to prove it. No, this baby fever was for a different kind of baby, a grandbaby. Now, Southerners are notorious for being slow in speech and movement, but in at least two areas, we are quicker than the general non-Southern population. The first is childbearing. In my family, historically, childbearing begins in your teens. <laughs> It's like a family tradition. <laughs> the second is gestational periods. The first baby can arrive anywhere from four to six months after the wedding. <laughs> the rest of the babies take nine months. This means that women are grandmothers before they hit their 40s. My mother was a grandmother at 38, and not by me, the oldest but by my younger, by a mere 13 months, sister who had a daughter when she was 20. If you're quick in math, that meant my mother had her second child by the time she was 18. Actually, she had three daughters before she turned 21, but I'm not here to judge her. <laughs> by this standard, I was quite advanced in maternal age when I gave birth to my daughter I was 23 years old. Within a few months, my two sisters also gave birth to daughters. Thus, we all had girls the same age. 
plus the first granddaughter who was three. I remember thinking that if my daughter waited until she was 23 to have a child, I would still be in my mid-40s, ensuring the family tradition lived on. I could sleep at night knowing this. <laughs> Let's fast forward 23 years into the future. The year was 2004. My 45-year-old sister had four grandchildren. The other sister had three grandchildren at the tender age of 41. I, however, was grandchildless. How did this happen? How could this have happened? My 23-year-old daughter Jennifer was a college graduate living in the big city of Atlanta. She was totally non-cooperative. No baby making desires for her. No biological clock ticking. No hurry to marry, let alone reproduce. I began to question my decision to send her to college. And the years ticked by. My 40s evaporated. Like a perennial wallflower, I waited as those around me became grandmothers. One of my sisters even shared two of her granddaughters, but that only made my barrenness more profound. Well-meaning friends and family would try to help by dispensing pearls of wisdom, such as, stop talking about it so much. It will happen when you least expect it. Ooh, you have dogs? That's almost like grandbabies. Or my personal favorite, since you don't have grandkids, you can afford to remodel the kitchen or take a vacation. Well-intentioned liars. I hated them secretly, of course. But I couldn't stop obsessing about babies. They were everywhere. Everywhere I turned, I saw a younger woman with a baby on her hip, accompanied by an older woman. It was a picture-perfect Norman Rockwell painting of three generations having a party I was not invited to. <laughs> I didn't want to remodel the kitchen or take a vacation. At the risk of alienating pet lovers everywhere, dogs are not fur babies. <laughs> I refused to dress them up or let them eat at the table. <laughs> when I hit 50, I began to think Jill the miniature schnauzer might be adorable in a tutu for Halloween. <laughs> what was wrong with me? At this rate, I was headed down a path that might lead me to book a cruise with my husband. <laughs> That's a whole different kind of crazy and a story for another day, I promise you. <laughs> Finally, hope appeared on the horizon in the form of one awesome son-in-law. On her wedding day, Jennifer was 28 and a half and I was 51. Could I detect two generational ticking biological clocks? I squashed the inclination to search and destroy any artificial means of birth control in their honeymoon luggage. <laughs> Turns out, despite the fact I gave my daughter a lavish wedding, it did not automatically mean that nine months later I would be issued a grandchild. Instead, I was issued what amounted to a cis and desist order. I was expressly forbidden from using the words grandchild, grandchildren, or grandbaby in their presence and in public until such time as they deemed it was necessary. <laughs> I had been admonished to stop talking about babies by my daughter, my son-in-law, my friends, my family, and a fake Santa when I sat on his lap. 
to ask for a grandbaby for Christmas. <laughs> Time to bring out the big guns. I didn't want to play the religion card, but desperate times, desperate measures. We are Catholic. My daughter is Catholic, her husband is Catholic, his family is Catholic. According to our faith tradition, in theory, they should be able to have their own TLC show. Jen and Neil plus 10. I did what any Catholic mother would do. I began to pray the rosary. All oh, the Virgin Mary, the quintessential Jewish mother, intercedes for a Catholic mother. That's a one-two punch if ever there was one. <laughs> On a side note, I used to say those forbidden words all the time. When I was alone in my car at night when I said my prayers, I have a right to privacy and religious freedom, and I believe the ACLU and the Virgin Mary have my back on this one. <laughs> after the kids had been married a year and a few days after Christmas 2010, I was handed a red paper bag that contained a forgotten Christmas present. Ooh, I do love presents, early, on time, or even late. All I could find in the tissue was a rectangular laminated card. When I turned it over, there it was, a sonogram picture of my developing grandchild. <laughs> so many times I had imagined this scenario in my mind. Usually I was calm, collected, and received the news with a self-satisfied smile. Yeah, I would then lovingly hug my daughter, give a wink, a nod, and a thumbs up to my son-in-law. Yeah. I would express with my extensive command of the English language how much I love my own child, her husband, and their unborn child. A flute of champagne would be raised to commemorate the event. My husband would say something memorable about how I didn't look old enough to be a grandmother. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be delusional, you might as well go hog wild with it. I had only been playing this little scenario in my mind for nearly 30 years. It looked or sounded nothing like that at all. Mascara and decorum be damned. All I could do was stare at the picture and cry. I didn't hear much else. In the background, my son-in-law was explaining fetal development. My daughter was weighing in on, will it be a girl or will it be a boy? And my husband was proclaiming loudly how his future grandchild appeared to be a lima bean. <laughs> All I heard was a clock that stopped. In a millisecond, it was replaced by a heartbeat. Now you heard, go spread the word. They're funny, smart, and so absurd. Happens every month, it's the neatest storytelling.